In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Along his way, our Lord has been gathering disciples. This is just what our Lord does. He calls people out of darkness into his marvelous light, gives them truth to speak, and touches their broken lives in order to make them whole again. One of those he called was, in fact, Judas. And contrary to what many believe, Jesus did, in fact, call Judas like every other apostle, to be one of those who would usher in the kingdom of God. Now, in the Gospel of Mark, there are really only two kingdoms at work, God's and Satan's, and I think Bob Dylan is quite helpful here. When he sang the song, got to serve somebody, maybe the devil or maybe the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. This means refusing Jesus in his kingdom. It means you find yourself in the realm of Satan. Working in the realm of Satan is difficult because nothing as it it seems, and it's dangerous because there is no good outcome. Light is darkness, truth is a lie, and being broken is whole. Essentially, Satan betrays reality, truth, and you. Now, Luther calls Satan God's fool because things always backfire for Satan when Jesus plays by his rules. So if Satan's way is the way of betrayal, then the only thing that Jesus can do is to betray the betrayal. In so doing, Jesus actually remains faithful to his mission. Now, I'm sure all of you are normal people and understand betrayal as sinful, and perhaps the way I use it tonight is a bit of wordplay, but when betrayal is against Satan and those who play close to him, betrayal actually takes on a faithful character. It's like in math, when you multiply two negatives, for some reason you get a positive not sure why. Now, of course, Judas comes to mind when we speak of betrayal, but Peter also is influenced by Satan. As Judas secretly and darkly made his deal with the devil when he made the deal with the religious leaders, Peter also worked in secret and in the dark when he took Jesus aside away from everyone and rebuked him because Jesus said to him he would have to be crucified. As Judas will lie when he calls Jesus his rabbi, Peter will lie when he denies Jesus to be his rabbi. And as Judas broke his relationship with Jesus on this night, so will Peter break his relationship when Jesus is arrested. Judas and Peter were playing in the realm of Satan when they should not have. And they failed every time. But Jesus, being the Savior he is, he can also play in that realm, but come with much different results. Because in each circumstance, Jesus actually saves by betraying. 
Jesus betrays the darkness by bringing everything out into the light. Then he called Peter Satan. And when he announced to everyone Judas would be betraying him, one could say that Jesus was vindictive, but it was actually for their salvations. Jesus betrayed the lies with the truth when he told Peter that he would, in fact, deny him three times. And then when he told Judas, the night is the night. One could say that Jesus wanted Peter to fail, but again, it was for his resurrection, for his restoration. Jesus betrayed the broken relationships by breaking his own body in order to keep them whole. One could say that he wasn't handling things the way he should. But Jesus broke his body to ensure that Peter and Judas would never have to break theirs. Where Jesus' body is broken, there we see everything. It is precisely at the Lord's Supper that Jesus brings everything out into the light. As we confess in the New Feminists, the Lord's Supper is the light that reveals to the nations, to the world, the truth about ourselves and about what kind of Savior he is. And if we look closely, we see ourselves in tonight's gospel. Tonight's gospel, we see ourselves in Peter and in Judas as they gather around Jesus for the Lord's Supper. In Peter, we see a betrayer who throws himself at the mercy of the Lord and is actually restored in the resurrection. But the sad thing is, in Judas, we see a betrayer who attempts to fix things himself because he believes that there is no mercy from Jesus. That asking for reconciliation will do no good. And in spite of that, though, tonight Jesus will not let their betrayal be the last word. Rather, in the Lord's Supper, Jesus takes their betrayal and all their sins upon himself. He takes them upon himself and exchanges them for his life, his truth, and his communion. When Judas and Peter decide to work in the darkness with lies, it does, in fact, break the communion with Jesus and within the community itself. Just make note of the disciples asking Jesus, is it, is, I, is it I, is it I, is it I? No longer concerned about the whole, but only about themselves. However, Jesus tonight says he would break his body before he would break his relationship with them. He does the same tonight. Christ breaks his body in order that we don't have to break our relationship with him. That includes all of us, even those who might associate themselves 
Judas. It is in his broken body that Christ joins our brokenness so that our relationship doesn't need to remain broken. It is in the Lord's Supper Jesus puts an end to all the brokenness. All the hidden sins and all the backroom deals with the devil can now stop. You can come up to the altar this evening and betray those deals in order to remain faithful to our Lord. For anyone who's made the deals with the betrayer, you can betray the deal and ask for mercy, forgiveness, and a new community. And know for sure at the altar you will in fact receive that. So tonight, repent, follow Jesus to this holy hill, broken by sin to receive the broken body of Jesus so that our Lord may carry you this night and the next and the next into his resurrection where his light shines, his truth is spoken, and his community embodied. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.